heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. For this week's episode, we recorded a follow-up to our much-beloved Dracula dossier series, GM'd by the legendary Ken Height. Unfortunately, my good friend Zach Weber wasn't able to return. However, we did find a replacement who is just as good. I'm really looking forward to sharing this series with you, especially at the time that it is coming, because soon the voting for the 2016 Any Awards will open up. And Ken has informed me that his good friend, Monty Cook, another friend of our network, currently has too many gold Ennies. And should he win a gold Enny this year... He might not be able to walk out of the building simply because he is weighed down by all of that notoriety. Ken, being a generous soul, has suggested that his creation, the Dracula Dossier, should win this year's Gold Denny instead. Sparing Monty Cook the trouble. We're committed to charity here on One Shot, and we think that's a fantastic idea. So I encourage you heroes to listen to the Dracula Dossier and think about whether it deserves a Gold Denny. If you think it does, head over to any, that's E-N-N-I-E, dash awards dot com, and be sure to vote for the Dracula dossier when voting opens up. And while you're there, and while you're there, you can think about whether the magnanimous and generous Ken Height really deserves to be burdened by yet another gold any for Ken and Robin talk about stuff, and maybe consider one shot instead. While you're mulling that over, I'd like to remind everyone that the Dracula dossier is out now and available to the public. This is the role-playing supplement that annotates Bram Stoker's classic novel with notes from three generations of intelligence agents, allowing players to create their own grand adventure in the Knight's Black Agent role-playing system, which pairs Jason Bourne-esque spies against vampires. It's fun, but you don't have to take my word for it. Just listen to the show. And before we get there, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Trells Johansson, thank you so much. Thanks, Trells. John Alexander, thank you. Benjamin Beyer, thank you. Belmore, thank you. Tom Martin, thank you. Greg Spiridonov, thank you. Dylan Morell, thank you. Taylor, Taylor Tobin, Tobin, thank you. you. Brett, Brett Fitter, Fitter, thank you. Scott, Scott McQuillan, thank, thank you. Jack Dyke, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Zach Tagnall, thank you. Jocelyn, thank you. Kyle, thank you. Peter W. Tower, thank you. I think it's Tower, honey. I think that's Peter. <laughs> yeah, think that's Peter W. Tower. Okay, that's reasonable. Angus Mall, thank you. Chloe Wander, thank you. Wandler. Cl- Chloe Wandler, thank you. Alec Bierenbaum, thank you. Thank you. Scott, thank you. Brian Thomas, thank you. Christopher G. Henderson, thank you. Logan. Uh, Logan Rudy, thank you. Chris McQuillan, thank you. Cody Burleson. Uh, are you sure it's not Cody Picture of a Psyduck? It's Cody Burleson. Okay. Thank you. Eric, thank you. Alexander Brissett, thank you. Thank you. Joe Luttrell, thank you. Jacob Gray, thank you. Omar Leon, thank you. Blake Myers, thank you. And we are done for right now. Thank, thanks all of you again so much. Uh, what you do makes what we do possible. Thanks again to all of our supporters on Patreon. That's the end of our first round of thank yous all the way through. Now, if you're a new backer and you haven't heard yourself yet, don't worry. Kat and I are going to be sitting down to record a new set of thank yous very soon. Since it is the 4th of July and I love America, I'm giving America a birthday gift of a recorded episode of Millennial Apartment Hunters with myself, 
Pat O'Rourke, Cat Cool, and my girlfriend Mel that was uploaded to the Secret Archive this morning. Millennial Apartment Hunters is also available for pay what you want on Drive Through RPG. You can find the link to Millennial Apartment Hunters in the show notes, and one-shot Patreon backers can find the Millennial Apartment Hunters episode in the creator posts on Patreon that make up the Secret Archive. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Hello, heroes. We are going to be returning to a beloved series this week, and I want to introduce our cast first up, Nathan Paletta. Nathan, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me again. How are you feeling right now? Pretty Dracula-y. That's a good adjective that uh, I believe we all learned as an adjective right now. (laughs) Uh, So because we are returning once again to the Dracula dossier, uh, the question that I have for you is what is your favorite Dracula moment throughout all Dracula fiction? It's a pretty it's a pretty basic one, but I still absolutely love just the uh in the Bella Lugosi delivery of uh you know the the children of the night, it's what sweet music they make, etc. However I just butchered the the paraphrase. Hey, no, no, I mean that that's uh, Bella Lugosi like has left such an impression on Dracula for me as well. Like I hear his voice every time I read Marvel Dracula, so not not my favorite portrayal of Dracula, but those specific lines in the castle mm-hmm. and the movie, those are still some of my favorites. Very cool. Nate, I just want to point out, because we've had him on the show several times, but never to feature his own games, go, go out and buy Worldwide Wrestling. Let's move on to our next guest, Grant Green. Hi, how's everybody doing today? Uh, I think everybody's doing good because yeah. they're about to watch us get murdered by oh, a very gonna... famous vampire. <laughs> It's going to be Dractastic. Yes. Uh, Grant, same question to you. Favorite Dracula moment? My favorite Dracula moment is when he emerged from his coffin to attack President uh, Prez Rickard in order to (laughs) defend his homeland from from a, a dam that was flooding his people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's very specific. Where Where is that Dracula moment from? Uh, I think the third or fourth issue of Prez, uh, First Team President, <laughs> from 1974, or that might have been Okay, 75. so that's a DC property. Is, so you're, you're rocking DC Dracula over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We have to knife fight. Yeah, I, I, I believe that is custom. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap that up after the show. Uh, now I want to introduce a new guest who is a voice that should be familiar to anybody who listened to our Numenera episodes. Uh, unfortunately, Zach Weber was not able to return, uh, to play the Dracula dossier with us. So we upgraded to Darcy Ross. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Darcy, I'm so excited to have you back. Uh, there have, I, I want you to know right up top, fans have been clamoring for you to return to run more Numenera for us. So we'll have to talk about that later. We can do it right now. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're, well, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that, that, uh, we can impinge on Ken's time that much. But, uh, what I do need to know from you is your favorite Dracula moment. So I'm gonna cop out a little bit here. And okay. I'm going to look to the future today and I'm going to say that my one of my favorite Dracula moments is going to be when I get to watch the Dracula ballet film that Ken told me about today. Oh, man. Well, did you know that uh, the Sailor Moon musicals, Dracula performs a ballet Excuse against me. Sailor Moon? Good yes. God. So oh. there's, yes. There's so much good Dracula. Sailor Moon <laughs> canonically battles Dracula in oh. her musicals. So the, the stage Dracula, very good Dracula to choose. Excellent. 
Um, and we're going to leave Darcy's character a mystery as it's been promised to pay off uh, in a big way. So I'm looking forward to that. And of course, that brings us to our game master for this week, the incomparable Ken Height. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, thanks for letting us finish out the Dracula dossier. And Ken, I made everybody else answer the question, so I have to make you as well. Your favorite Dracula moment that uh, I believe you explained to us before might not be your favorite. Uh, there are many, many moments in many, many Draculas, and obviously uh, hard to pick. But for a Dracula moment to really stand out, I think like Nathan's Dracula moment, it, it's ideal if it stands out against a mediocre background. Make it really <laughs> stand in, in high relief. There's a novel called The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova, which is kind of not very good, or actually totally not very good. But there is one bit in this novel where the character is trying to follow Dracula through Europe, and they're in Venice, I believe. And they're sitting in a cafe, and there's this sort of creepy older gentleman who's watching them, and they're wondering what's the story. But they don't go up and approach him because they're, you know, passive, horrible protagonists, and the story isn't very good. <laughs> but after he gets up and leaves shortly before sunset, they go around to the street artist who's been drawing the cafe. Ooh. And when they look at the picture, there's nobody there. Oh, that's good. And it it's a great reveal. And it goes back to what Stoker said, that you can't draw Dracula either. And, of course, in Dracula Unredacted, we had to figure out how Francis Atown, the artist character, would be able to draw Dracula anyway and overcome that gross limitation in his powers. But it was it was just such a beautiful, perfect diamond moment in such a not beautiful, imperfect, undiamond cubic zirconium of a novel. That's, oh man, that is a great Dracula moment. Well, Ken, with that, I think we're ready to dive back into the Dracula dossier and hopefully finish the job and more likely finish ourselves off in a blaze of glory. <laughs> as glory? Well, you know, hey, we're going to aim for glory. glory. It's basically the same <laughs> blaze word. Of, keep blaze on, of glory. Keep on the sunny side, James. Yes. <laughs> Should we introduce the characters? Perhaps I think so. Would we gather? Uh, you're you're back in the in the safe house, Uncle Stoyan's coach house there, mm -hmm. in his extensive, well fenced, dog guarded compound. Uh, the sun is coming up, and on the bed, the seriously, not to say critically injured Clayton Holt is not looking good. As the sun comes up, it is as though every time the sun goes over him, he twitches and chokes and gasps for breath. You had thought that you had healed him up with your medical prowess, Dr. Reed, but in fact, you had apparently not healed a deeper wound, a wound that he was dealt when Dracula held him in his pitiless grasp. Yeah. Vincent Reed uh, is a man right now wearing hospital scrubs. He's in his early 50s. He's got a bit of a grizzled demeanor. Um, he's got sharp eyes and a focused look as sweat gathers on his brow. Uh, you can see that there is blood all over his clothing. He's currently removing latex gloves and just looking uh crestfallen as he stands over his friend who is now struggling to live. Uh, Clayton is choking out. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, again, the, the, the interplay of sunlight and his death seems to match eerily well, um, as though something is uh, killing him when he is exposed to sun and something when he is not exposed to sun gets an even greater grasp on him. So it's a, a real um, uh, one-two punch that uh, Dracula has apparently got on sort of the knots of, of Clayton's soul. Uh, and as he expires rattling out uh, the, the blood spuming out of his, his, uh, his mouth, 
uh, tubercular symptoms, you would have thought, had you not known that he had re- recently nearly been killed. Um, have you had any contacts with vampires recently? <laughs> yes, right. Um, he says, I, I'm sorry. I, I had to tell him everything. Forgive me. And he dies. With this Al- Albert Waskowitz, uh, he, he's just been staring, fiddling, you know, chewing gum. He just stands up with a start, turns around and throws some documents he was reading just at the wall. It's like, okay, great. He couldn't have told that to us like two hours ago when it might have helped. Well, he's spitting up uh, quite a bit of blood there, Al. <laughs> we knew what was happening. He knew what was happening as much as any of us. Yeah, we're burned, but it's daylight. Look, we've all had a lot to process, okay? So, uh, Oliver Grandel, our watcher, uh, ex-MI6 British intelligence, who has been stalking back and forth, um, hands behind his back, just pacing while the life has expired, uh, looking every so often and then looking away. There's obviously nothing any of us could have done. We all saw what happened to that boat. You yeah. barely survived. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Look, we were looking for the enemy and we found him. We know that he's here, we know that he's hurt, and we know that for the next few hours we have an advantage. Come nightfall, we're going to be tired, and he's going to be stronger than ever. Now, that could mean that he would move, but more likely he's going to move against us. Yeah, all right, sure. Just give me something I can break into, because I need to work, and I need to not have my family eaten. That would be nice. Well, first thing we need to do is... uh Think of a new place to move, and uh, finding a safe house for your family might be a good start. Anyone have anything? We need all resources on the table, nothing held back. Well, who, who was it that had the familiar city? It was you, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So, family connections and whatnot. Um, uh, did, 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 who spent the point um, of urban uh, survival that gave them Belgrade as a familiar city? Was it poor dead gosh. Clayton again? It might have been dead Clayton. <laughs> Perhaps. I'll, I mean, I'll just say it was me is, for continuity, I guess. Okay. Family. Well, again, you can, you can. Yeah. Is, is this something that, that falls under preparedness to like, uh, to find a, to, to, like to know find a safe another, house? To, to know another safe house is, is not so much preparedness. It's urban survival. You can build a safe house with any number of, of different possibilities, or you can just say, well, all right, we're going to go to an anonymous tourist hotel and hope to stay ahead. Dracula probably isn't running credit cards. <laughs> um, MI6 might be. But, you know, at some point, there may be not the immediate threat to you. We can hardly keep ourselves alive. I say we give Stoyan and Yelena a uh, one-way ticket to anywhere. Mm, and just get them on the next next train out of here yeah. or plane or whatever we can. Get them up in the air to. over moving water, even though that didn't seem to. <laughs> moving water didn't help. We can check that one off the list, at <laughs> least. I wonder why it was in the book. <laughs> if you remember, uh, previously you had mm-hmm. spe- speculated it might have been the slack tide that allowed him to cross the Danube mm, at that moment. Get him out on high tide. I don't have urban survival. I do have outdoor survival, and I have history. Um, I could spend a point of history and find us something held over from the war. I was wondering, can I use Tradecraft to find, like, an old MI6? There you go. That's an thing. excellent choice. Go. That I know yeah. has been abandoned or mm-hmm. something like that. Yes, you can. I got burned in some other operation. The goal to get a safe house is um, uh, four. So okay. a total spend of four. Now, that can either be a difficulty four if you just build it with network, 
which you've uh, done once and the result is before you. So you can just say uh, someone else can spend another four points of network to know a guy in Belgrade. Or mm. you can take that four points of tradecraft, streetwise architecture and urban survival together and that will build you a safe house basically because you'll have found a suitable building with lots of mm -hmm. different exits and lines of sight. You'll know whether the cops are going there all the time. Tradecraft will let you know whether it uh, works for brush passes and other communications, surveillance, mm -hmm. etc. And then um, uh, Urban Survival just lets you know where in the city to look. So all of those skills together. Amongst, amongst all of us? Amongst all of you, yeah. Okay. If you're co-building co a safe house, that yeah. absolutely works. If you've spent the Urban Survival point, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. cost goes from four to three because Urban Survival okay. is a familiar city. That means you're at one right. more of an advantage. So if everyone spends one point architecture streetwise tradecraft or Urban Survival streetwise tradecraft, that will get you another safe house and it won't be just checking into a tourist hotel. Now, checking into a tourist hotel is a great safe house if you don't believe that MI6 is on your tail. Mm -hmm. If they are, then it's a terrible safe house because GCHQ can break into any hotel computer. Yeah, the, well, the question we have is the ability. How, yeah. yeah. The question is how often Dracula can, talks to his handlers. Right. Or you can check in with cover. <sighs> that could and, go either you know, way. <laughs> cover, in theory, you know, can maybe withstand uh, MI6 investigation if it's a strong enough cover. Well, I like the idea of of uh, Oliver knowing a place, mm -hmm. and then I need to like kind of have someone help out a little bit, but I can spend two points right. to make it happen. All right, Wait. I'll spend a point of streetwise to back you up on that. It's fantastic! Okay. That brings us to okay. four. So you know an abandoned, uh, uh, an abandoned or no longer you a disused MI six safe house. Yeah, and you know with streetwise you can get on. You know you 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 can. Find out that it, the reason it is no longer used as a safe house is because it is used, uh, by any number of transient cigarette smuggling gangs. And so they're used to having, uh, men of military age carrying bulky duffel bags <laughs> check in at all hours of the day and night. They take cash. They don't ask questions. It's, you know, because it's maintained as a professional safe right. house for smugglers. Perfect. But what that means is if MI6 is looking for ex MI6 people, they may not look there immediately because they'll say, well, it's full of Serbian gangsters and who needs this headache right now? So that it's, as, it's certainly as good a safe house as you're going to get in right. the time you have available. And we can, we can set that up while you're getting your family on a, yeah, on a train, absolutely. on a, okay. on a plane or There's, whatever you're doing. Uh, you'd think it would be like this heartbreaking, tearful goodbye, but they're just shouting at each other the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some things never change. Yes. <laughs> Stoyan and Yelena. The timeless love story. Mm-hmm. How do they do it? How well, do they continue to do it? We'll they never make up know. in Polish. <laughs> it's, the, it's the love language. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got them You're packed up on the train. So happy um, every time you say that. your uh, your cameras that are on the MI6 safe house. Yes, um, indicate movement. Mm. Uh, someone is leaving the MI6 safe house. It is the uh, redheaded woman, the auburn-haired woman that you saw previously. She is leaving the safe house about. Half an hour before noon, she's going into the car that um, uh, the other lamplighter picked up, and she's driving it to a, uh, well, one assumes to an assignation of some sort, or possibly to get lunch. Who's to say? Pierogies, mm. or the Serbian equivalent of pierogies. We've kind of just got our kits, you know, mm -hmm. like we're, we've just gotten kind of stowed in, in, in this new safe house, and uh, so I'm pulling up the feeds on our... Uh, surveillance rig that's still set up on on that as the those are kind of the last contacts we have all the other ones sank on the ship 
Right. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so priority, check in on them. And as I'm checking in, I see the, the car driving away. I don't mm-hmm. think we had a level of surveillance to be tracking like their cars. And stuff. No, you, you had set it up on the street, right. like on Just the to, light pole opposite. Yeah. But you don't movement. have any way to immediately track the car. Although yeah. knowing that it's leaving right now, mm-hmm. you might be able to, depending on what you can do with like the Serbian traffic cameras or something. Mm-hmm. Do we want to know where she's going or do we want to absolutely use, use this to find out more? Find out who's still in there. Can't we do both? Let me see. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can. Uh, uh, yeah, how, how are we going to divide ourselves mm-hmm. to. Uh, so, so actually, the. So, so doing the, the, the traffic surveillance thing is that. That's digital intrusion digital to break intrusion. into the, Ser- uh, the Serbian uh, minimal traffic camera grid. So that's yep. you. I've got this. And then it will be a surveillance to be able to put together that. Mm-hmm partial information in a timely enough fashion to get to her. If you have traffic analysis, the skill that will help you sort through the morass of data that you're going to turn up when you break into mm-hmm. the Serbian traffic grid and make your difficulty easier. And I do. Aha. As do I. Wonderful. So uh, give me a digital intrusion. All right. This is going to be plus four. I'm not screwing up Ooh. the first roll of the night. Nine. Nine. Wow, there we go. You are the uh, city planner of Belgrade. Apparently you own their traffic system. Uh, I'm retiring from uh, Dracula, honey boys. <laughs> a brief, a brief <laughs> moment of job. regret that you're not hacking into a really advanced first world set of traffic <laughs> cameras, but still, Belgrade is a totalitarian state or was very briefly a totalitarian state during the war. They do have plenty of surveillance cameras. Belgrade unfolds itself before yes. my touch. And you don't have uh, – actually, with a nine, you could have access to the secret police cameras as well as Ooh. the uh, criminal police cameras. Uh, that was a really good role. <laughs> So you kind of owns uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Belgrade surveillance right. system. Again, it's just economics means it's not as deep as London's, for mm-hmm. example. But it's still it's a it's a city, right? And in, uh, in the in Europe in the 21st century, so there's so, lots of images. What do you got? So to take the information that we're gaining from what you've patched into and figure out like where she's going or just track her to mm-hmm. her destination, traffic analysis ability. Is this a thing to roll for? Or uh, spend for? Uh, you spend a point of traffic analysis right. to indicate that you are using this vital resource. I do so. And then you roll your surveillance skill. Okay. And the spend drops the difficulty of the surveillance tremendously because... And then can I also spend sur- on surveillance? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. I will spend two points from surveillance. Okay. And you spent one point of the, of the general ability traffic analysis? Yes. So that means in my head... I will lower the difficulty number by two or possibly three okay. because you spend a valuable investigative ability, not a worthless general ability. Ah. Point. Well, I want to know exactly where she's going and who she's meeting with. Exactly. So, we'll so let's on. see some rolls. Oh, dang. That's a, that's that's a six. Yeah. That's a six. Yeah. yeah the one uh, shot so is a six. Logo means six. Mm-hmm. Logo's so good. Eight, you have uh, captured her car, um, whether or not, it is, uh, you know, somehow there's like maybe a, a, a scrape on it. Some driver hit it in the, in the night because it was mm-hmm. parked up there on that hill or something. But it's, a, it's, you pick a visual signal that makes it super easy for you to keep track of. And it's recent Blackout enough. Blackout windows. Yeah. And it's recent enough that you wouldn't have, that she wouldn't have known to, to, otherwise they wouldn't have used this car. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a recent, um, uh, uh, way to make this car visibly uh, different from all other mid era era opals that she was driving around. So she um uh she's driving to uh, a cemetery in fact. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. And it's a cemetery Vincent, we found her and you're not going to like it. You want to tell him? Now spit it out. We don't have a lot of time to mess around. 
Just waiting for this map to load. Click, yes. click, click, click. <laughs> Here on... Um, uh, you couldn't have got a place with better Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes. It's only so many options. It's a cemetery down by the park with the castle and the zoo. The old right. B- Belgrade Cathedral. The zoo was on the point. Yes. I remember where it was. Yes. Which is uh, Saborna Cirkva, which I'm sure means something in Serbian. But to you, it just means big old cathedral with a large churchyard. Right. And also, because it's right downtown, it's an excellent place to maintain a meet because you have lots of exits in case you think people are following you. But it's also a good way, a place to surveil if you can get there and infiltrate it without looking obvious because plenty of people go to churchyards at all times. So if so, you yeah. show up there with a, uh, with a shotgun mic, you might be able to even to listen in. Pull it up on our map and uh, indicate that area. Mm. What do you think? Think we should get down there? I'm thinking that's probably the best move. Find out who she's talking to? Yeah. There's it's no coincidences at this point. Let's let's make a move. Let's cover the area. We're too light on leads to skip one. Yep. Okay. So how are we going to cover this uh, open air ish meet? I'm going to need to call in some boys. I think. <laughs> what better place for some ex military current Blackwater folks to just you know knock back a couple brews on a vacation that's a sightseeing tour? Then Belgrade. Then Belgrade. <laughs> Dreams of Belgrade. It's cheap. <laughs> Can't beat cheap. So that would be a network spend, right? Yes. Uh, you assign, uh, you name your contact. You give that contact a pool of points out of your network pool. And then for them to surveil or do anything else, you roll okay. from their pool. I am going to go with a four. Uh-huh. Um, and this contact, I'm going to say... Uh, goes by John Smith these days. Right. Um, and he's a mercenary, um, who goes where the work is. So probably tied into the cigarette trade here and does, does a little bit of everything. Taking a little time off from Syria to relax in beautiful downtown Belgrade. Hey, it's better than Syria. <laughs> better than that's the, they're putting that on the brochure. That's, that's definitely on the brochure. <laughs> um, so, so I call John, uh, John. I've got a job for you. We we need you to uh, just cover this area. Make sure no one goes in and out without us knowing about it. And uh, should uh, should it come to it, make sure that people stay in the graveyard. Says, well, to get people to stay in the graveyard, that's extra. But we can keep them in the graveyard for the regular rate. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So John um, takes his uh, team, his ad hoc team mm-hmm. of, of buddies out to... Uh, maintain you've faxed him or texted him or whatever the picture of uh the target i yep. assume and so he's going to maintain a surveillance net are you going to show up there oliver as official watcher of watching things? yeah i think that that would be my role while well, you're probably maintaining the electronic yeah absolutely i've i've got a hold in the city's grid and i'm not letting go for yeah. anything right so we have our one of the pieces one of the nice things however about a, a 13th century cathedral churchyard is mm-hmm. not a lot of electronic monitors yeah yeah but at least you can keep the, There's the like, rest of the darn city <laughs> yes right, <laughs> right. The, the know when people go in and out on the right. main roads yes that you can yeah. and that is in fact how you knew that she headed right. there so so yes so i will head down there are you coming um let's see or should i we go to the safe house to to the edom uh might be a good idea to go to the edom safe house i i think like so do you want help breaking in 
we've done no physical intrusion. <laughs> I I, I am not sake. an infiltration expert. Who's our <clears throat> Yeah. So yeah. you you should be heading to the Edom yeah. safe house. I feel like Vincent's resources are best spent. We 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 gotta prepare. All of the cool toys that were brought to the last thing, apart from the mm. communion wine, were Zach's. Yeah. Were... So I we need to get some more weapons. Yeah. And on-site procurement. It's the cheapest way. Before sundown would probably be better. <laughs> we'll have you on Edom Safe House. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincent is going to spend a trade craft to hook himself up with an arms dealer um, so that we can get some weaponry. Looking for more tranquilizer darts so that we can make uh, more more god blood guns. Okay, if you're just looking for trank darts, you can literally go to a veterinary supply store and buy them. Okay. Yeah, that's easy. If you're looking for proper guns, then yeah, you need to talk to a dodgy arms dealer. We should probably have proper guns too, though. I mean, you still got your Glocks. I don't know if you mm-hmm. need anything heavier. And there's you need and there's want. Dracula. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> well, that's the question, though. <laughs> right. yes. How how much will even larger guns help us versus mm-hmm. some kind of specialized anti-Dracula? Yeah, agenda. I mean, we're Clayton thought they would. Yeah, I was how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, Clayton <laughs> did get him pretty good. Got him pretty good. That's true. But I'm not walking up with a handful of thermite, thermite <laughs> personally. I, I mean, I, I think technique is something to be examined. <laughs> it's it's not uh, not not the the whole approach. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater here. I'm gonna come back with some some emergency last case last resort scenario. If we go down, we need to make sure that he goes down with us, which means we need something that will set off a big bomb. All right. So I'm going to get us a big bomb. <laughs> Good plan. I'm in. Uh, I'm in with this plan. Uh, also, I should probably set myself up to infiltrate a MI6 safe house. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that can't go wrong. Yeah. All right. Here, here's my plan. All right. I'm I want, listening. I want to spend one Eagerly. of. <laughs> I want to spend one trade craft uh-huh. and also leverage my fingers in the traffic system. So that uh, I'm, on the one hand, making sure that it's very difficult for anyone to get onto this street. Right. Uh, You know, uh, flipping red lights and whatever. Uh, And Tradecraft to know exactly what sort of service they might need that won't raise too many eyebrows. What, What sort of uniform am I slapping on to climb up this telephone pole that I won't immediately be called in? Uh, well, telephone repairman is the right, obvious right. But I think like just an orange vest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, to know what uh, telephone repairman in the well-dressed telephone repairman in Belgrade is wearing is something right. that's relatively easily determined given your mass control of uh, the city's video feeds. Um, you can simply look for telephone repairman and find right. them. Uh, then again, it's not a super specialized outfit, uh, as you as he says. It's an orange vest, a yellow hard hat, a one of those clipper stripper things on the mm-hmm. on the belt. Basically, I, and I want to use uh, this tradecraft spend though to what do I to know what I need to say to let them open the door for me? Okay, um, yeah. that is uh, a little tougher. Yeah, of course. Yes, um, the way to get them to open the door is 
pretty much down to using an MI6 recognition code mm-hmm. because they're not morons. Right. <laughs> now, you have access to old MI6 recognition codes mm-hmm. via your buddy Oliver, but using an old MI6 recognition code will make them suspicious. They may still open the door because obviously they've been running operations in Serbia, as we mentioned, since the mm-hmm. 1870s it's an old at code, least. But it still checks out. So they'll be exactly. And thank you, Star Trek. And so the, um, uh, <laughs> Uh, James is going to get letters for that one. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, he um, – it's one of your space shows. <laughs> Where the hell were we? You distracted me now. Uh, so uh, they, they'll, they'll, they'll talk, but it'll be suspicious and it'll be up to you to use further right. interpersonal methods or brute force to actually get okay. through the door. This is tense. Yeah. This is tense. Okay. Um, if you're trying to sneakily break in, going through the front door is the literal worst way to do it. You know mm-hmm. that as an infiltrator. Right. Yeah. While you're making your decision about that, uh, I'm on my way to the graveyard to, okay. to pick up, uh, I guess active, active surveillance of, right. Of our, of your target, our target, our mark. Okay. And, uh, James, you were, you called John Smith. John Smith's men are at the, at the graveyard. Yes. They, uh, uh, coordinate with Oliver because you told them to, one assumes. Yes. Um, and you are doing what? I during this am, exciting interlude. Yeah. I am definitely, uh, going to spend my tradecraft and I am going to be trying to locate an arms dealer so right. that it can get some sort of incendiary bomb. Okay. So you're looking for bombs, not guns now. Yeah. All I right. think, yeah. If, um, if we've still got guns our old guns. Yes. Do you, uh, do, so you, but you want military grade thermite, things like that. You don't want to just go down to the, um, uh, cleanser department and put yourself together a lovely little, uh, Thermite's firebomb. a proven producer. Yeah. If, if ther- we can swing it. Thermite, thermite made him think of like dragons last time. So yes. we're going to, we're going to go with what makes him think of dragons. All right. Uh, and again, thermite is not super hard to get. I mean, it's not easy to get, but mm-hmm. it's not like you're trying to get thermobaric ammunition for an RPG, which would be super hard to get. Uh, although less hard in Serbia. Um, so you, to find an, uh, arms dealer without using a network. Okay. Uh, you're going to use tradecraft to know where, uh, it might be. That's going to take you more time and you're going to basically be spending all day setting up meets and doing all that stuff. Okay. That's right. fair. So we um, probably would have, would have been a good idea for us to sleep at a certain point. <laughs> We're going to be going up against Dracula very, very tired. So you can also pick up some amphetamines. Some Red Bull, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a doctor on the team. Yeah. Exactly. Got him in your case because you had you spent pharmacy last time, so you have a full line. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a B complex. What's in the complex? You know what? Just take it. Just It's complex. <laughs> it's, does the B stand for Benzedrine? You got it's me. It's very complex. <laughs> All right, so you're 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 there. Are you trying to listen in with a shotgun mic, or are you just watching? How many people are are wandering around this? Um, the it, it's high noon at a major tourist site in Belgrade. Mm-hmm. There are tour groups. There are individual couples who are moving around. There's a knot of not at all suspicious looking American men wearing buzz cuts, <laughs> um, who are spread out. Uh, Coincidentally, near all the major exits, they all have tribal tattoos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they do. And Cargo they're, shorts, they're tribal wearing, tattoos. They're wearing the the uh, the 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 Oakleys, the mm-hmm. band around Oakleys. Yep. Um. So so wandering close enough to 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 set up a mic is not 
Not impossible. No. Okay. I mean, there's people in the graveyard. It's a tourist okay. site. You can go and, so again, it's all about how well you roll and mm-hmm. how much you're willing to risk. Because with a parabolic mic, you can just aim it and listen in. Yeah. You don't have to plant it anywhere, okay. ideally. Especially since you can't plant it now because she beat you to the spot, obviously. That's how you knew she, where she was. So, electronic surveillance? Um, Yeah, and surveillance, I believe. So, give me a... Oh, answer Give me a roll on surveillance. I'll spend another two two surveillance. Mm-hmm. Five. Five. And having spent electronic surveillance, a point, I assume? Yes. That will be more than enough to get you within shotgun mic distance of the conversation between the um uh, uh the, the the woman and one of the Slovaks. Who you recognize, not mm-hmm. you no, know, you recognize because you're mm-hmm. a trained observer from the boat. Ah. From the uh Yes. Re, re, remind us of the, the nature of the Slovaks. They were the uh, river pirates that came on and started killing everyone on the uh, Red Eagle. Those, those Slovaks, <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you. Um, uh, and uh, some of them died and others of them did not die. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the ones that did not die. And when you take a pick, do you have photography at all? You may not. I don't believe that is a skill. Oh, it is. It I, is. Do, I do not oh. have it. You don't have it. All right. Um, well, you can, uh, you've got electronic oh, surveillance, oh. so you can, um, uh, you can, um, if you want to spend a point, you can get a picture of him basically with your cell phone and the equipment that you have, lo- the apps that you have loaded onto it to make it a slightly better camera than nothing. Uh, I see no reason not to do that at this okay. point. So. And then you can fax that information onto your friend or I'll- fax. I keep saying fax. You can text <laughs> that information to your friends. Your friends, boop, and you recognize yeah. you recognize one of the guys that was standing out in the hall next to you, uh, at one of the Slovaks. So not one of the super powered Slovaks. Not the super powered just... Slovak who you shot with the blood of Christ. Got who it. then lost uh, his feral glow and was brokenly and plaintively calling for Semyon when last you saw him. Yeah, okay. It's one of the other ones. All right. Well, at least it's one of the normal ones. Yes, and uh, he is talking mm-hmm. to. Dun 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 dun. Uh, what's his name? Um, I want to use it. His name is um, uh, Farron. All right. Uh, so the the um, auburn-haired woman is wearing. Uh, since you have the sights on her, mm-hmm. she's wearing a long black coat and uh, sort of a long, very stark black dress. Um, and you can see that she's wearing. Um, you know, her sleeves are rolled up a little bit because it's October or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of fall. You can see that she's got a bracelet on um, that's wooden with beads on it, and uh, you you know you have your mm-hmm. super powered camera that so you catch that it has a a beveled wooden cross. Um, so it's uh, kind of a rosary. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. So she's uh, sort of almost steepling her fingers, trying to keep calm a little bit. Uh, so what's his name? Uh, Farron. 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 You're gonna have to give that to me one more time. I I don't quite understand how it went so wrong. The master does not deal with your lackeys, hound. He deals with Edom. That is the arrangement. You attempted to insert Gulio. We remove Gulio. And where is he now? I only wish to uh, restore our comfortable arrangement. His, oh, he is in a safe place. Not the place that you traitors of Edom have worked for him, but a safe place nonetheless. Do not fear. At midnight, he will kill the men you need killed. He better. You know this. He knows this. He does not go back on his word. He hmm. is a nobleman. He is the master. Oh my gosh. 
Excellent. So I, th- I think uh, the woman is almost shaking a bit now, and she's mm-hmm. sort of getting flushed. Well, uh, we shall see how he does, and uh, I suppose I will meet with him after? Yes, if that is your desire. Mm. I am sure that he will be happy to meet with you. Excellent. I had expected this all to go a little more cleanly. I hope he does not lose his temper so much. You of you Edom had expected many things. You must learn to manage your expectations in future. I advise you to leave now. But of course. And he sort of, you know, gives a super ironic yeah. you know, bow and then sort of slinks off in his creepy Slovak water pirate way. We should probably uh, tell him. Yeah, can, can, I, can I signal to one of your Yeah, the guys, Smiths. The Smiths. <laughs> Mr. Mr. J. Smith. Yeah. Uh, so of their pool, I think I'm going to spend two, bringing them down to two. And let's hope this roll goes well. Hey, that's a six total. Look at that. And the Slovak, who does not have a uh, particularly gifted, but he's a river pirate, so he's got at least some situational awareness. Yes. But not enough. <laughs> not enough Roll to beat one. paramilitary bros. No, he does not beat the bros of the Brokleys. Um, they uh, trail him into the city, and he goes down to an area by the railroad yards, which is not, perhaps not coincidentally, where you are going to be meeting your arms dealer. Later today. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, your meet is set for like five or, you know, just before sunset. And, okay. Uh, he's going there now, so he'll be beating you to the meet by about, to the spot by about two hours. Okay. But it's like the guy's like, well, I'm not going to rent two fucking safe houses. I'll just stay here and do my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If he's moving there. God. Okay. What? I do have negotiation. That'll be helpful. So uh, I am going to spend a point of negotiation, sweeten the pot with this arms dealer and say he doesn't meet with anybody else today. All right. Um, what are you offering? Doubling payment. Doubling the Doubling price. payment. Okay. I'm also, I've, I've been getting military-grade explosives. It's already very expensive. Uh, not a problem. Um, absolutely would not dream of uh, endangering a valued client such as yourself. Um, keep your point of negotiation mm. because you know that he is lying to you. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I was going to say offer him exposure. Uh, <laughs> they love that. So yeah, uh, do I wish have, I had intimidation. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the, 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 this, I mean, it's very hard to intimidate over a text message over or text a message. cell phone, mm-hmm. a burner mm-hmm. cell phone. Do you have bullshit detector, by the way? I do have bullshit yeah, detector. Yeah, so that, that was a free. That was a free one. <laughs> a free bullshit <laughs> detector. All right. He's going to be making that deal anyway. Yep. Hmm. But now he knows that you're nervous about it, so the danger has gone up for you. Yeah, because he's got that information to sell yes. now. But the thing is, you still know that he's got the info. So, you know, really, you came out even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm going to wait for the deal to go down and figure out what it was by that information off of him. Um, so we at least know that. All right. Since yeah. my deal is set for later, let's... Uh, Al was going to put on a jumpsuit and see what he can uh, manage. <laughs> okay. With your zero athletics. Are you following <laughs> Hound? Yeah. So I was going to ask, once once he leaves, mm. what, do you, what do you do? I was considering, you're ex-MI6, correct? Yes. Yeah. I was just wondering if Edom, if my, if my character knows... It's just, just like, right. hey, yeah. I've seen you in the cafeteria, right? <laughs> yeah. like, well, I haven't seen you around in a while. I mean, to be fair, once, once I like, hear that conversation, I'm kind of making myself. 
like yeah. kind of scarce. Not away, but like turning away, yeah, so right, that my yeah. face isn't directly in your line right. of vision and stuff okay. like that. Um, Howard, the question is: Do you make him? Does he hide from you? So surveillance and surveillance. Okay. And this will be a quick contest because you're not actually trying to follow each other across town here. Yep. I feel like we can afford to just straight roll it. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to spend anything. You I'm, can if you. I'm like. going to spend two. All right. Ooh, I want to be good at this, man. Gonna, yeah. Come on top. Uh. So that's a six. And I rolled a one. <laughs> and I rolled a one. Okay. Yeah. So you go around um uh, a, a a tall monumental uh cenotaph or something. Mm-hmm. And right on the other side is Hound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm looking down because I'm 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 texting yeah. you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's right. That and so then you see, a, you see a crucifix sort of swings into your field. Yeah, I look up. Yeah, the camera pans up. Mm. Yep. yep, The tango of espionage. <laughs> good at watching, not so yeah. good at hiding. Yeah. Well, good at hiding if you need to. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. It was not actively disguised. Right. Excellent. So I think she's got her, her uh, you know, hands clasped, sort of relaxed mm-hmm. at this point. And before yeah. um, uh, b- before we came on the scene, Farron had told you about these weirdos that had queered the deal and showed up with um, some kind of crazy fire guns and shot the master. And what are you trying to do? And there's apparently a dossier that mm-hmm. reveals everything Excellent. about him. And what kind of monkey show are you people oh, God, running? God, we lost everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm, We're so. not making it out of this alive. I hope you got a really big bomb. Uh, so it's going to be a big bomb. You knew that the dossier had big gone bomb, missing. Big, big bomb. Right. Yeah. You know that these guys have been running around interfering with Edom operations. Now you have met them, or one of them, former fellow MI6 employee Oliver Grandel. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Though, if I remember right from my, like, backstory, backstory, I didn't actually know about Edom until after I was burned. Right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But That's she, the goal. But she has an right. MI6 cover, so. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. You knew her as some sort of, you know... Balkan's desk uh, analyst. Oh, sure. I mean, I think maybe I would recognize your name or something, but I I didn't recognize you visually, obviously. You saw her at the office parties. You saw <laughs> yeah, her right. when somebody had a birthday, mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas. And, yeah. And you know, because you guys have been investigating, uh, you guys have been investigating Edom long enough, you know that Hound is a Edom Duke. Oh, okay. High-ranking Edom mm-hmm. official. All right. Code name. Not not your Christian name? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, of the Lancashire hounds? <laughs> <laughs> there aren't many left. Anyway, yes. yes the basketball hounds. Your, your... <laughs> yeah. She smiles and uh, holds out a hand. Hound. <laughs> just <laughs> just <Nice>. straight up. <laughs> sure. Uh, Grendel, isn't it? That's that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a beat. Yeah. Beat. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm like, like eyes like darting side to side like... <laughs> yeah. Why don't we have a walk? And she, you know, goes to sort mm. of take your take your arm mm. and go have a stroll through the lovely historic graveyard mm. of uh, um, wherever it is wherever we are. Of, yeah. of, the, of the cathedral in of downtown Belgrade. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're doing a, our little stroll. <laughs> Maybe it's on the arm. other map, slightly better labeled. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there are tourists pointing. Oh, look at that! Oh. <laughs> How is he pulling that? Yeah. She's like, I'm imagining her as a mix between Jillian Anderson and Savan from Orphan Black, who's also like fierce as all get out, which is great. Yep. So we're having a walk. Mm-hmm. So you got up to a lot last night, didn't you? I wouldn't say that I got up to a lot last night, but it seems like your handling of the situation has gone far south. Not my Ooh. handling personally, but I, I am inclined to agree with you on that one. So you have the dossier. You must have some big plans for tonight. So sorry, out of out of character. Okay. Uh, we don't have the dossier. We just know it's gone. We you have the dossier. We, totally yeah, we have, you it. have the dossier. Okay, I this part I've actually completely blanked on. I think they just it's like assumed you've read it and then 
mm-hmm. come in okay. and distribute it through and it, 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 you guys whether or not but you, do we like, you physically have the dossier with you here in belgrade or if you've put it in a safe deposit box somewhere in a bank that you are relatively sure is not owned by Dracula. If we were going to hit Dracula, I think we would safe the dossier yeah, and I don't think we'd create a, a like if we die contingency right. or somebody Which is else how to it got it. to us in the first place. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're like the fifth Scooby Doo yeah. team that's sure. trying to take on Dracula. Uh, no need to answer that. I know you've read it. Uh, <laughs> he's dangerous. He's not on the map. Uh, and he's he too dangerous. We had hoped his danger would be of value to us, and and I think it. Still could have been, but it's clear he has his own plans and aims he's taking at this point, especially with what he's done to all of our people on the inside. It's a light way of putting it. <laughs> like, well, you you didn't see what he, he you didn't see what he did to our friend. That was pretty. It's pretty rough. You're going to have to steal yourself for tonight. It's only going to get worse. What I'm trying to tell you is that I think our aims are more aligned than they were, say, 24 hours ago, and. uh I think I have some significant abilities that I can lend your quite possibly hopeless cause. She raises an eyebrow at you and lets you sure. Yeah. Ponder. yeah. Uh, for for dramatic purposes, I think can we cut yeah. to, Great. to yeah. Albert's right? To Albert's all right, effort. all right. Okay, so I'm all kitted out with uh, it. It my uh, pocket has whatever Reggie is in Cyrillic, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to knock on the door and use that uh, old passcode, the the least old one I'm able to get from Oliver. All right. Um, when you knock on the door, uh, the you know, bzz, you know, who is mm-hmm. it? And you use the, the passcode, and he and there's a brief pause, and then a bzz to open the door. Let okay. you know that it's definitely old. And as you walk in, uh, the other guy that you saw, the other lamplighter, mm-hmm. is on the phone right now. And when he sees you coming in, he sort of gestures you to come in and hold on a second. Mm-hmm. And then he hands you the phone. <laughs> oh, this is, this is good. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that and just sort of, uh, put my hand in my pocket, my mm-hmm. super cash, my, my deep, deep jumpsuit pocket. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And over the phone, you hear, uh, Oliver talking to, uh, ah. with a British accent. Ooh, boy. Where? <laughs> Who's holding this phone? <laughs> Am I on speaker? I say to myself in my head. Oh, you know what? Uh, um, I, I take that back. I, uh, I got over, I overclevered myself. Ah. He's. I am on speaker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, uh, he's on the phone. He gestures you in, mm-hmm. right? And he, um, uh, he, he, he holds a second. He passes you the phone. And then when you, Take the phone. Um, uh, you hear a voice saying, uh, and it sounds like it's a recording mm-hmm. of a guy with a Slovak accent saying, um, uh, yes, you did not tell me there were wild cards involved. Amateur hour. They set the master on fire. They blasphemed the master. What are you doing to us? They have your precious dossier. <laughs> the, I'm just uh, locking eyes with this other lamplighter with a nod and a slight smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, uh, he uh, he has a Glock in his hand and it's sort of pointed casually at you mm-hmm. as if to say, please remove your hand from your pocket. So just like, eh, no, no, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts out because that was the, the length of the recording. Right. Yeah. Because you stopped sending to your partner. 
mm-hmm. Reggie when um, uh, you yeah. decided to betray Edom. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. But good decision. You, there should have been a moment where I flicked something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever. We'll put it up in post. We're screwing around with your rosary. It's he true. saw the rosary. Yeah. You showed him the rosary. The other hand, you flicked yeah. off the mm-hmm. transmitter. Perfect. Great. It's called misdirection. <laughs> the key to all magic. Anyway. Slide of hand. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's the situation. You are now okay. in the Edom safe house. The guy's got a gun out. It's not currently leveled at you, but he obviously would like to talk with you in a way where your hands are both showing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm going to just return the phone and say, uh, so can I fix your cable or <laughs> <laughs> he says, what you can do, mate, is take your hand out of your pocket real slow. Uh, okay. I, I do. And it's empty or no, just like a stick pen. Okay. Thermite stick pen? No, no, no. <laughs> just a regular old one like I brought with me today because mm. Albert's a fidgety guy. Yeah. All right. It helps with his subconscious programming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, that's why he was chewing gum in the first scene. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're programmed. Jesus, this could all go yes. sideways. Oh, oh, the man. temptation is overwhelming to screw this up completely, but it would lengthen the session unbearably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Okay. I, I'll tell you what. We're going to cut away. Okay. Um, uh, you are then, um, back at the, the new safe house. You're not dead. You've been okay. inside the Edom safe house. Were you trying to, were, were you planning to steal anything? Was that what I, was your goal inside uh, the Edom safe house? I just wanted to get in there and I was hoping that as other scenes resolved, I'd have a clear idea of what we needed at the I mean, time. Right. <laughs> if the Edom safe house yeah. might be a way to figure out where Dracula could be absolutely right. uh so i was I, yeah i was hoping be. to make information of the intended location mm-hmm. even though we now know positive that's not the actual location right so okay I, um from the uh information that you are able to gather you you know when you get back that you've got uh, and also the target I right mean, that was yeah. a big you've, you've got a piece um, of information uh, we needed yeah. <laughs> you've got a pictures on your cell phone mm-hmm. that you snapped during the conversation, subtly, when everyone was passing cell phones back and forth. Yeah. And it shows a map of the city and, and an area in sort of an industrial, grungy neighborhood. has got a, a circle around it. It's where transient housing and uh, mm-hmm. worker housing is. Uh, and it's in the uh, north area of town, up there by the um, uh, by the uh, Danube and by the mental hospital and all the other fun areas that you've been in. Sure, uh, sure. So it's, uh, it's not down by the railroad tracks, which is where you're going, but it's on the other unpleasant side of uh of belgrade and so that must have been what you were there to get was that yeah. vital intel nothing happens in the pleasant zone of belgrade no <laughs> no there's well they they met at a lovely tourist trap yeah 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 or not so much trap dracula's never in the pleasant area of belgrade by definition okay so what are you gonna do dr reed got so still time before the meeting what else can well, i accomplish here so you can go to the meet early and try and screw up the Slovak, whatever that is, if you want to do that. You can yeah, that might, that uh, try and follow up other clues that you may have developed, or you can just fast forward to your meeting to get your explosives. Do we have any? Well, do- I think before then we should probably resolve right. what's going on here. So Let's uh, do that. Yeah. I think what what Oliver wants out of this basically is basically like okay whatever your agenda with dracula was clearly is deep sixed so now we can all agree that the biggest threat is that he's here and maybe with our resources together we can end it here before things get even worse for edom and everyone within a several hundred mile radius i assume (laughs) 
Dracula what? loose is not what we want. <laughs> we can agree on that. So we're we're currently in the process of of tracking down his current location and procuring what we think we'll need as a I don't know as a backup plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or is that just the plan? Insurance. That's insurance. Oh, yeah. Uh, the I, other thing that Albert uh, comes out with mm-hmm. is um, uh, a safety deposit box number for the uh, Bank of Belgrade. I wonder if this has anything to do with that art dealer. I wonder if it does. Cut to Hound saying, mm-hmm. I've been conducting my own research into the history of what he's done, the Wallachian warlord era, and what I can gather from certain abnormalities of his uh, his his past with government entities has been that I think he's been looking for something very hard. I think he's been masking it, and I don't think he's found it yet. But he's been angling toward acquiring something, whether it's information or an object, I'm not sure. And I, I, think, I think this most recent abnormality has to be related to that. I don't know if it's information about a weakness. I don't know if it's something he intends to use himself, um, but I think whatever he wants, we would like to prevent. I wish I could give you much more than that on his immediate aims, but... Because you wish you knew more, or because you can only reveal so much? I've been burned by MI6 once. I don't want it to happen again. Little of column A, little of column B, but mostly, I don't have any more help for this particular... I suppose the original target would be as useless right now as the original safe house. (laughs) Uh, Those plans seem to be sunk entirely. Where do we go from here? I assume you've been uh, surveilling the city. I'm afraid my contacts who have also been surveilling the city are unlikely to want to talk to me at the moment. I don't think we can really rely on them. I might be able to early on, but uh, as I continue to associate with Mm. you... I think we need to assume those contacts lost. All right. I'll find out where my compatriots have gotten to, and we'll go from there. And then I think I'm going to really yeah. check in with each of with each of you guys, and we'll sync up our respective timelines. I think that's smart. So this could also give us some new leads, since right. I've got a mm-hmm. little bit of time before my meet. I say we reconvene ASAP and uh, start putting together an attack plan. And does this come in after? Yeah, uh, I mean that was all one conversation. So Mm, by now, yeah, uh, yeah, like where timelines are aligned. By the time he checks in, I'm out and have these snippets of information and not much recollection about how I got them. Yeah, but you've confabulated a great screen memory. Oh yeah, yeah, you (laughs) know how you got them. You got in. You convinced Reggie that you were there to check the gas Mm -hmm. or the meter or whatever, and uh, he was like, "Sure, you know." Right around back, no problem. And when you were going around back, you covertly I, snapped those images with your pictures of cell phone because you're awesome. Yeah, and that's Albert. That's it. why you're part of the operation because we can rely on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a valued and, member uh, of the team. I got exactly what I was looking for—an excuse for a bank robbery. So <laughs> clearly, I'm my instincts are fantastic. Very good instincts, Albert. <laughs> All right, so we're in a situation where we've got a target who is looking for something on their own. We've got a couple clues as to what that might be, mm-hmm. but we got to start tightening that noose. That's going to be the key to finding him. That's going to be our key to hitting him. We need to know where he's going to be, what he's after. If we can get that thing before him, bully for us. If we can't, we can at least hit him while he's picking it up. 
And uh, Oliver, you might want to tell your new friend that her friend, uh, the comb over, is not working. It's a lost cause. <laughs> are we recon- are we at yeah, the safe yeah. house? I think, I'd say we're at the safe d- house. D- okay, yeah, sorry. that bit of dialogue I, happened. I, I, I am at Hound's been invited over. Uh, to, yeah, to party. I think. Well, in, unless one of you like Ob- puts your yeah, foot down about no, it, no. But yeah, I think if, you're, if Oliver is yeah. vouching for this person, then we'll just too exhausted. And it's not. It's yes. not like we have all these resources there. That yeah, are, like, yeah, yeah. Vulnerable, mm-hmm. even if something happens too like, exhausted to care yeah, yeah. exactly long night yeah, this right. isn't the uncle stoyan safe house this is no. another safe house mm-hmm. is there anything that like hound is able to get before she commits to being very off book and on <laughs> is the there anything defecting? that you anything specifically that you want uh i mean if if edom has any better intel on sort of where he's um gone off to and seems to be aiming or basically well, what they know about where he went. background on these um, uh river pirates the and- uh the the, the thing that you thought was going to happen is that he was right. going to be taken to Gulio's headquarters in that wonderful SAS coffin that was unbreachable and super defensive and full of Transylvanian earth. But, in fact, he disagreed with that plan, and also his coffin was on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you actually don't know where he would go to ground in Belgrade because you don't know if he's prepositioned something in the last 400 years you have no idea where he might or might not be hiding out. Okay. Right. Um, you thought you were going to control him and loose him on ISIS, the yeah. ISIS cell here in, in Belgrade. But in fact, um, uh, wasn't going to happen because he had his own plan. Hence your decision to go with your own plan, not with Edom's plan. Well, we still have a tale on those Romanian, that Romanian who went to the arms deal, right? If he's yeah. working for Slovak, yeah, Slovak, he yeah. might, uh, he might, Take us back mm-hmm. to where yeah, yeah. we yeah. want to go. Keep the tail on him for sure. Um, right. Do I need to make then, a second roll for that? Um, to... they, if if you're if all they're doing is surveilling him, then mm-hmm. they can just stay on his tail. He's, okay, they're good and he's bad. There's many of them, and one of him. Uh, we've established that fact. You don't need to keep spending their points unless something Comes intervenes up. to materially change the deal. Right. Okay. And then I guess my last question would be about comparing the. The, the notes that you got mm-hmm. from inside the yeah. safe house with your knowledge. Yeah. Like, do you know what these, what all the stuff is supposed to be about? Um, or is that new to you? For the interim, until your being, until your change of heart has registered, you can probably go into your um, hardened laptop yeah. and go into the Edom uh, server and figure out, you know, at least run a search on that bank number. Yeah. And mm-hmm. find out who's who's right, right. Uh, who owns the box. And you know all about the operation. The bank is a new element for you as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, but apparently Reggie has been burning the midnight oil and figuring stuff out. Maybe he caught me because I accidentally put his name on my jumpsuit. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe he recognized you from some sort or of maybe, footage um, that yeah, he yeah, saw maybe, on the yeah. boat. <laughs> What footage because made it off that boat? Because <laughs> we've been completely compromised. <laughs> Who gave the rats tiny video cameras? <laughs> well, I mean, the Standard thing is, days. just GoPros. If 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 you if you if you've planted an enormous coffin mm-hmm. that may not have been the only thing that got planted on a party barge. Uh, that's fair. And you guys were out there <laughs> sitting around. They had a surveillance cooler pointed at our surveillance that's cooler, cooler. <laughs> didn't they? Yeah. Maybe. I shouldn't have ordered off the rat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow's um, enough of that. We are moving forward. They're following you. Uh, so you are going to try and get in without yeah. ringing any alarm bells. Right. Is All that... right. Do you have digital intrusion? 
I don't believe so. Okay. Now you're activating your own account, running your own access. You're an analyst. You have access to these records. Yeah. So the only thing that this might do in game is alert Reggie that why would she search that? She already knows this stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can go ahead and do it and then, you know, hope, basically. Okay. Um, I also have extra points to spend, so I could I could put points into it, right? Yeah, if, I if you wanted to. Um, digitally intrude without Yeah, alerting. put one point into digital intrusion, for example. Let's do it. And then I think I'll spend then you're it. Just, and, you, you can, either, just, you can just make a straight roll. Okay. Because digital intrusion into a computer rec, uh, into a computer network you already have full access to, not as hard. Okay. Sounds <laughs> good. I will spend. Basically to cover your little footprints. Yep. Uh, that's four. And a four. And so target Perfect. number would be four for an average thing. This is even easier than average. Great. You've made it. Okay. Okay. Going in and checking the, the thing at the uh, Bank of Belgrade, uh, the safe deposit box listed there belongs to a Budapest art gallery whose owner on file is Arpad Naj, or Naj Arpad, as they say in Hungarian. Mm. And you remember him yeah. Yeah, from yeah. the party boat as the art collector. He loved uh, tapestries. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Big, big, big fan. fan. Big fan of the tapestry. Did you meet with him? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, helped me. Decorate my Thurge apartment. It's a, fumf my fumf apartment. apartment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hound just raises an eyebrow. It was a party. You should have been there, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he claimed to have this uh, this tome, some sort of book, uh, and one of the illustrations, the, the illuminations, had an image of Vlad Tepes uh, at a battle that is not generally known. He participated in. So that might be some uh, secret information that the master doesn't want getting out. And me thinking of it just now, if it's an image of Vlad Tepish, it could be pre... Yeah. Hmm. Well, we certainly need to get our hands on that, and uh, that's, that's my best bet for what the target could be. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's time somebody visits Arpad and... I'm not sure he made it out alive. <laughs> I think it's time someone visits the bank. <laughs> That's fair enough. All right, let's get somebody on that bank. Okay, how do we want to go in? Well, we have the safe deposit number. Do you have any other assets on that box? I think it's rather new to, to our intel as well. Um... And the trouble is if you put Edom assets on it, then... They're not going to appreciate you guys showing mm -hmm. up either. Okay. So then we got to go in and we got to get into that box. I think it's going to be a bank heist, right? <laughs> yes. A daylight bank heist. Yes. Because the quicker we move, the better. Very well, true. If we had the number, we just need a forged ID of some kind, right? Like, yeah. It's not like we need to steal. It's not like we have to break into the vault to get a thing that we have the number to. You know what, Oliver? This is why we don't get along. <laughs> we... Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back with more Dracula dossier next week. In the meantime, $5 backers can find the Millennial Apartment Hunters episode in the secret archive. And curious disenfranchised millennials can relive the experience of apartment hunting using the Millennial Apartment Hunters role-playing system. Available now on DriveThruRPG. Millennial Apartment Hunters features art by Becca Hollander, Jessica Kuzinski, and layout by Palomi Pratap. It's available for pay what you want, so you can always try it out before you put any money down on it.
One-Shot Patreon backers who were missing t-shirts should have received an email yesterday notifying them that a t-shirt is on the way. If you're missing a t-shirt and you have not received that email, send an email to gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com and we'll see what's going on. We are extremely close to overhauling that t-shirt system. We finally have a printer that we think we like. That also might mean one-shot and campaign merch is on the way. So look out for that. Heroes, it's summer, which means it's con season, which means Gen Con looms. And One Shot already has a host of Gen Con events that you can attend. First up, Thursday at 2 p.m., we'll be doing a panel called For the Love of Romance, where myself, Alex Roberts, and Cat Cool talk about sex and love in games. Thursday at 5 p.m., Getting Villainous with Cat and Jim, where Jim McClure and Cat Cool explain how they go about crafting villains and give you ideas on how you can have similar success. Thursday night at 6 p.m., I'll be running a panel called Playing Vulnerable with myself, Johnny, and Cat Cool as we talk about enhancing play by adding vulnerability to your heroes and NPCs. Then Thursday at 7, Cat and I sit down for Let's Talk About Patreon as we explain our experience with the platform to people who are on a more professional track. We'll talk about our successes and many mistakes we made along the way as we crafted our Patreon. Then Friday at 7 p.m., there'll be the camp campaign in-character panel, where Bacta, Lenik, Lynn, and Tamlin host a panel called Evading the Empire for Fun and Profit, where they explain the exciting career path for an outlaw rebel in the Galactic Empire. Then finally, Saturday at 6 p.m., we'll have the One-Shot Network panel. This may be the only time ever every host on the One-Shot Network is in the same room. We'll be answering questions, explaining our experiences, and having a great time. And afterwards, we're all planning to go out and have a drink. You could join us. All of these panels are free and open to the public, though we do prefer it if you secure a ticket beforehand. The more people who get tickets, the better room we'll get next year when we host events. If it's sold out, don't worry. Just show up at the time anyway, and we'll see if we can squeeze you in. You might have noticed I don't have any games available to the public yet. Don't worry, that will change. Right now, I'm trying to nail down recording times with a couple independent designers who I want to feature. Once I make sure I have time for them, I'll make time for all of you. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the Co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show to check out, try Match 3. Exploring the cultural context of video games with Kotaku reporter Patrick Klepek, freelance writer Gita Jackson, and middle school teacher Sam Phillips. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. 
One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Okay.